Hey y'all, welcome to the Intellectual Intercourse Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ree. You can follow me on Twitter at Revamped, that's R-I-E-V-A-M-P-E-D. And you can follow me on the gram at Joe to the, like Motua, Motua, rather. And as I always say, Brandy, don't sue me. <laughs> Be sure to follow us, our official page on Twitter as well. And that's at Stimulate Your YR Mind. Ladies, where you at? Her. So, What's going on? How much? How you doing? How's everyone doing? I'm doing well. Can't complain. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired myself. It's been a long week already. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of tired too. I mean, oh, oh, but by the way, this is Lene. You can follow me on Twitter at the Lene J. That's all I'm giving for today. What about you, Ife? Okay. <laughs> I'm Ife, and you can follow me on Twitter at. Okay. At N G E L A Black. That is at N G E L A Black. <laughs> yeah, I should probably spell mine out too because a lot of people don't know how to spell Lene. So it's the L E N A E J. There we go. Hello, I'm Ife, and this is The Dope Report, where we separate the dope from the dopes. Ava DuVernay, Jessica Williams, Yvonne Augie, and Issa Rae. I speak your name, sis. Hashtag Black Girl Magic. Shout out to the dude that started a seven-mile high-speed police chase, all because he hopped out of his car and shot a cop. You interrupted my gourmet noodles. What a dope. Thank you. This has been The Dope Report. What's going on? What's popping? Not much. I'm just trying to continue enjoying my summer before I have my students full time. I'm preparing myself mentally for this. <laughs> it's going to be a long year. <laughs> I'm sure. Are you with are you like staying with your grade or are you going to um, transition? So I'm going to be working with the juniors um, okay. this year, but I still have my um so I was working with freshmen last year, um, and so now they're going to be sophomores, and I will have them all four years of high school. So I'll be working with them in different areas. So you're gonna develop I'll be working with close relationships. Hmm? So you're going to be like emotionally attached. Yeah. 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 So I get to work with all grades, which is dope. Um, so we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I'm still going to have my students from last year. Mm, that's cool. Just in different pockets, yeah. I think that's awesome. And then, you know, juniors are an interesting group. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, want to be adult slash mature, but still very immature. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. that's all high school yeah. students. Well, true. And then college true, true, students. True. And then 25 to 30. Then 40 to 30. <laughs> <laughs> 
my gosh yeah that's definitely true definitely true well i'm reclaiming my time oh can we just <laughs> oh, that is like in every yeah. podcast every facebook <laughs> status and tweet i'm sick of it i'm tired like reclaiming my time how did you guys feel about that did you guys feel like she was being rude did you guys feel like no. she was no no some people thought no, she was being rude she had to she had to react that auntie maxine had to react that way because that the, the particular uh um session she was in i mean the dude would have just been giving straight up lies and excuses we don't have time for that we don't have time for the BS Word. with this administration. So I felt like she wasn't being rude at all. I mean, you know, in the sense of government. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and she wasn't going to let that man um, step all on her. So Word. I'm not mad at you, Auntie Maxine. She's really nice to you. I never seen yeah. the actual. Is it like a footage or audio? Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's a video. I didn't even mm-hmm. know it came from sister maxi i thought people were just being niggas and just inventing new hashtags <laughs> i didn't nah. know i'll okay. show it to you after this okay however moving along i have kind of an icebreaker it's not really an icebreaker i don't want to call it that because it's really not but i was on instagram and you know these memes are out of control um they just write and say whatever whenever but there was one that was really interesting that someone showed me and I had a hard time answering. And I wanted to ask you guys, I was like, hmm, let me ask this on the podcast and just start a little dialogue. Um, I wouldn't say it's messy, it kind of is, but hey, we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> so the question is, actually this is on the shade room. So the question is, who has the most bodies? What? And there's four, um, rappers well two of them are singers on here we have drake the game trey songs and chris brown explain bodies because i was like as in count okay. so-, <laughs> so for those who don't know what bodies means yes body count as in how many sexual partners do you think this person has had so drake the game trey songs and chris brown hmm <laughs> Dang. He said Drake the game. Trey Songs. Trey Songs and, and Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Yep. You know what? My gut wants to go with <laughs> Trey Songs because I feel like he surpassed Song of Sol- uh, Solomon, not Song of Solomon. So- King Solomon, but Really? Um, How many did King Solomon have again? King Solomon had like six hundred wives. Don't forget the concubines. Don't forget. And right, we not even we didn't even include the concubines. So Mm -hmm. I feel like he's been around the block, but I kind of want to go with Drake because I feel like Drake is that Mm -mm. savvy guy. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? No, like he could. I don't know. I feel like Drake is like he raps or sings like he like he has a lot, but I feel like he's very like. He seeks monogamy in that area. Yeah. Like, the only time I he agree. would probably hoe around is if like he got hurt and he's salty and he'll go sleep around with all these women. But even th- even though he wouldn't be able to handle that because he's Drake and so sensitive. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say the game. 
Yes. I feel like it's between the game and Trey Songs. He seems like a savage. Really? Yeah, I feel like the game seems like, yeah. I mean, yeah, he definitely is a savage. Did you hear the song when he was like, when he mentioned Karuchi, all of that? Like, he doesn't play. But does a, gonna being do a savage mean that you have to have a high body count? Not necessarily, but I just feel like he's that. I don't. I don't want to judge, but I just feel like he's that kind right, of right, guy. Who Chris Brown? I don't think Chris Brown has the most. The game yeah, mentioned the game has something about Karuchi. Yeah, and a song. Yeah. For real? Mm. What? You didn't know that? I'll send you the song after this. Girl, I don't be listening <laughs> to music like that. Yeah, not, not these days. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I don't think Chris Brown either. I could be wrong, but I don't. Because I feel like he's still hung up on his exes to be consumed with. No, nah, I think I think he has a switch. He has, I'm going to be a hoe switch. And then, <laughs> like, he <laughs> turns off his humanity. And then mm-hmm. he goes and smashes everybody. But see, that's how I feel about Drake. Drake he'll give you like the little moral um impetus but then at the same time you just might see him choosing in the streets i don't know i think I just, he tries to play like oh yeah i could sleep with all these girls yeah then that's what i'm thinking too he's like right fetal position right. rocking somewhere true <laughs> but then like think about you know i don't know if, did y'all watch degrassi mm-hmm. like because no, i really I feel I like, like that <laughs> I really didn't I watch really it. I really feel like he was like this. Really? Look at you. Got to catch up. I think he Going was Jimmy. Into. Drake is Jimmy. I feel like he was, and Jimmy exactly. is Drake. Because Jimmy, in the beginning, their freshman year was all goofy looking. Like mm-hmm. I feel like he was a goof troop, and then he glowed up, mm-hmm. and then all the ladies wanted him, mm-hmm. and he's like, I can have anybody I want, so I'm gonna smash everybody. But he can't handle and it. Then. <laughs> his Drake little heart can't think? handle it you know what if I was to put them on like a scale from like hoe to like <laughs> monogamy king mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. will put the highest hoe would be the game and then Chris Brown and then Trey Songs and then what? Drake I think I would say the game Trey Songs Chris Brown and then Drake so kind of close look really fruity to me fruity Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Ooh. I'm not. I don't, I don't actually find him attractive. Well, you Thank know, you, that was Lene. a rumor, though. Thank you. That was a rumor. Wait, what rumor? About Mr. Song. What about him? On the down low. Oh, like Bobby V. Mm. Bobby V. Bobby Valentino. You did not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking about it on here. What? <laughs> I don't even know why I mentioned that. I'm not talking about it. We gonna discuss that one later. But no, Ife, girl, <laughs> yes, you got to catch up, I honey. Heard, him and um, I him heard. and little Scrappy. That, what? Oh, little Scrappy. I okay. I'm not gonna lie, little Scrappy. I kind of. I. I'm not no. gonna say I had a feeling, but I'm not gonna say I had a feeling. But I also say that I'm not surprised. If if it's true, I wouldn't say that I'm surprised. Oh my god. I'm low key, low key. What? I wouldn't. Yes, I don't know why girl. I wouldn't be surprised, little Scrappy. I feel like I'm not saying I get that vibe from him, but I'm. I don't know. I don't think I would be as surprised. I mean, to each his own. I, but I. I don't know if I would be surprised if that were true. What? Well, I did hear that that Trey Songz was connected to um, Amaya. Is it Amaya Scott? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Who? Interesting. She's like, she's like transgendered. She's like the. She's like really famous. She's on Star, mm-hmm. the um, show with um, Lee Daniels' second show. Mm-mm. It's better than Empire Cop. <coughs> um, <laughs> Star. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Not think so? Cover- you think it's better than Empire? I know that is so far. I mean, in, I mean, that's. Mm. Lene, look up <laughs> just on like Instagram. Cookie. Look up King Amaya Scott. Okay, I'm gonna look it up right now. King Amaya Scott. But yeah, Trey Songs look like he not into. What if he's lying? What if he just he could be makes? Songs I've actually never seen her before. Like I've never seen him with a girl on his arm. You don't hear nothing. All I've heard mm. was him messing messing around with Amaya Scott. And him being on the down low. He, you know what? We we would never know. Because he could be, you know, since he, from, like, aside from his debut album, because I don't think that one was too sexual. Like, all the other ones have been. I feel like they were trying to brand him as this sex god. You know, right. Like, mm. so, you're right. It could be the opposite. What if y'all, he was, like, in a have y'all ever relationship? Seen the TV show, The Haves and the Have-Nots? No. I uh, know. Oh, dang. I was about to say that um, Trey Songs reminds me of the gay the gay black dude on the show. <laughs> Those of you guys who know about The Haves and the Have-Nots, Tyler Perry's The Haves and the Have-Nots, y'all know what I'm talking about, and y'all probably agree with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... That's the only Tyler Perry show I couldn't bear to watch. The haves and the have that girl oh, is scandalous. Scandalous. Is it really? Yes. Okay. You still over there looking for Amaya Scott? Oh no, I um I found her. I, I was saying that um this is actually my first time seeing her. I I, I haven't seen her before this. Mm-hmm. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You said that she's mm-hmm. she's transgendered? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's kind of like you gotta do a double take. Like what, nigga? Stop yeah, lying. <laughs> honestly, if if this was my first time going to her page and I knew nothing, I wouldn't have never known. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, like, where's the makeup tutorials? Where's this? Yeah, she I mean, she she's pretty, and she does her own makeup. Oh, for real? I think so. Yeah. I think um, weaves too. That's amazing. Wait. Bree, didn't you show me her a long time ago? I don't I know. Whatever. Like Let's, just <laughs> <laughs> Let's move along. Let's move along. But wait, so did everybody do their little scale? Yeah, I did mine. Bree, did you do yours? So I'm going to go with my gut and say Trey Songs. A runner up would definitely be Drake because I just feel like there's something about him. And then it would be the game. And then, honestly, Chris Brown. I don't know. I just feel like Chris Brown portrays an image that I don't think that he is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the whole rough... I mean, he might he is a little rough, but I don't know. I just I don't see him bouncing from one woman to another right now because, like I said, he just put emoji eyes on Rihanna's page from her... Uh, Barbados uh, parade so yeah don't see him bouncing around
So we're going to unpack and tackle the age-old question or statement or idea. (laughs) Does it make you uncomfortable if your significant other has close platonic relationships? All right. I'll start. Um, (laughs) No. I'll say no. But I think I would also want to know that person for myself as well. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm not saying this is the case all the time, but you know how sometimes, like, there will be someone who low-key likes the person you're with, even though they're friends, but they've just never said anything, and you can tell, but the guy is totally oblivious to it. Have you guys ever like under like seen those kind of situations or anything? Mm-hmm. Wait, you lost me. Elaborate. So like, yeah. So like, you know how sometimes where you'll notice that a girl likes a guy, mm-hmm. but he's totally oblivious to it. Mm-hmm. So I was saying I would want to get to know her for myself, mm-hmm. so I can see what her vibe is like and everything. Cause I don't mind it, but I just want to see what her vibe is like. Um, if she's mindful of relationships. Um, if she feels like she can call my significant other at any time of night, mm-hmm. even though he's in a relationship, like I feel like that person has to be a respecter of boundaries. Mm-hmm. So as long as I you know that person's a respecter of boundaries and like isn't all like, oh well, he was my close friend first, so I'm still gonna call at five at four a.m. if I want to, that kind of thing. Then we're good but I feel like as long as that person is mindful and has boundaries then we're good Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't mind it okay so just to piggyback like you brought up a good point Lynette like do you think that is a small thing that you know say a platonic friend calls at 10 30 at night or um you know stops by any time of the day like do you think that that's a small thing or that could be a big issue or snowball into a bigger issue because some people might not like you know some people they consider that old-fashioned you know this new modern uh adult is like oh that's not a big deal but like would you be offended if if that person came over at 10 30 yeah at any time of the night called any time okay of the day, if that person's night. coming okay so i'm assuming that i'm not living with this person um right. so if this person is stopping by at 10 30 at night i would need to know why it couldn't be a phone call and why i was in person but i would mm-hmm. be hoping that he would at least tell me about it at that moment mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to find out the next day like oh so and so stopped by at 10 30 she just wanted to talk then I would kind of be like, oh, well, because I know me. I would be like, hey, just so you know, so-and-so is going to be here to, um, to come talk. How do you feel about this? Mm-hmm. Whatever, like checking in on to see how he would feel about it. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of thing, because I want to dot my I's, cross my T's. You knew that somebody was here at this time to talk about X, Y, and Z, so you can never say that you didn't know or that anything else was going on. Like, I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. up front. Um, but I just think that going to somebody's house at 1030, like I don't even do that to my own friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, like if Re, if you were close, I wouldn't even be, I come to your house at 1030 at night like that, unless it was an emergency. Mm-hmm. But right. I mean, that could be a phone call. That could be a text. I could wait another time. I don't see why somebody would need to be there that late personally. And I think that just comes with like boundaries. Like 
there are boundaries. I think that's crossing a boundary. That would be crossing a boundary from my relationship. Now for somebody else's, 10.30 at night may not be a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, what if he tells you like, oh, it's not a big deal. This is what we do. You knew the deal that this was my friend when we first started dating. Uh, then it sounds like we're going to have um, a, a heated <laughs> conversation. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to argue about it, like but that. like... What do you mean, you know, the deal? Like, I know you would not feel comfortable if I went to somebody else's house at 10.30 at night to talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, because mm-hmm. if that's the case, if you're doing it with your female friend, then you can't get upset if I do it with my male friend. But I wouldn't do that because that's just not how I am, period. Like, right. why would I want to go to my male friend when I can go to my significant other? That makes me feel like, okay, so then what's the purpose of um, either partner maintaining friendships with the opposite sex then? Because everything that you would probably go to your uh, friend of the opposite uh, sex when you were single, you can now do with your uh, significant other. So it's like, why do you, if you're a dude, why do you have female friends? Or if you're a woman, why do you have male friends? Well, that's the thing. I don't. I don't think I mind ha- that person having platonic friendships, but close platonic friendships. I think that might like you can still be close, but it doesn't mean that you got to talk to that person all the time. Still, mm-hmm. when you're you, when you're in a relationship, like you both should know what it is. But I feel like I don't know. So Ife, yeah. I don't. If you don't mind me putting you on the spot, mm-hmm. you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Like if someone were to come to your significant other to his apartment at like 1030, a close female friend to just talk Mm -hmm. or whatever, Mm -hmm. like how do you feel about um, him having close platonic relationships? Um, Well, it's kind of actually difficult to answer that because I already know how he is. He ain't gonna have nobody (laughs) at his house like past 10, 1030. But, um, and especially like female friends, um, cause he, he has boundaries himself and he knows when something is messy and should cu- be cut short. But, um, honestly, cause I did have this, this discussion with another couple because uh, I discussed with them what we were going to be talking about on the podcast. And he had asked me how I would have felt if he was hanging out with, you know this young lady from from um this other couple and i said honestly like i wouldn't have a problem with it if you guys were close friends like that because i already knew that this individual was madly in love with her boyfriend so i wouldn't feel any type of insecurities about um any like messy business going on behind my back and i i said if i knew this girl very well and i knew of her like past and like her backgrounds and how and even if she isn't in a relationship how she is in that relationship or how she is around other relationships i wouldn't have a problem if it was you know a good outcome but then they said that you wouldn't have time to get all that information Mm -hmm. so and so what if what if the significant well what if the um close friend wasn't in a relationship wasn't in how a would you feel about that um again i feel like i would have to know her 
and like check her out and also mm-hmm. I trust him like a lot I trust that he's not like an ignorant nigga <laughs> he knows what's appropriate and what's inappropriate but I think I will more just pay attention to the, the, the girl and try to learn her and observe her and see what right. my intuitions tell me about her yeah I think it's more so about trusting him mm-hmm. because I obviously I can't trust her if I don't know her mm-hmm. um, so it would be all about trusting him and if he's vouching for her saying she's a good person x y and z cool but I feel like there should be boundaries set what about you Ree? yeah um Lene to answer your question I definitely think that boundaries are important because you know even with okay it's platonic it's mm-hmm. opposite sexes cause you know there are people that just believe it can't happen but even if it was like you know two guy friends or two girlfriends those boundaries would still need to be there I mean there should be enough respect you know for your friend you know to recognize um that you are in a romantic relationship that you you know whether it be just courting or um getting to know someone or you're married or you're engaged you know um there are limits to what's acceptable and what's not acceptable and you know me personally you know going back to the time thing i'm like i would like so Mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me about you know if if i was in a relationship if they have you know women friends or you know that doesn't bother me because if i trust you then i'm not really gonna trip but if you give me like an inkling of doubt then i'm gonna be like hmm this isn't right but you know going back to the time thing to me personally too i'm like you know i just believe certain Mm -hmm. times you know unless it's an emergency what are you doing you know what i mean like i don't know i i think i would kind of be like a little hmm what are they doing this late you know because i'm not there so you know and it's like uh you know what ife was saying earlier that's the point of your your boyfriend your girlfriend your wife your you know your husband your fiance that's the point of them to you know that you have somebody further to confide in and um you know they can be over but it's weird if i'm not there and the friend is i don't know yeah i at that point (laughs) i don't want to say i trust that person and then i would be like yeah huh what are you doing like I think Especially everybody should be mutual friends, I think. Yeah, I feel like mutual friends is best. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Like, don't have single friends. Have couple friends. Mm-hmm. Have married friends. Or, you know, if you do have your single friends, like I said, they should need to respect the relationship and, you know, and what it is. Because, you know, I think about it now, a lot of my friends are married or are in relationships you know there's a few of us that are still out here single and ready to mingle but a lot of them like my best friend is married my sister is married um 
you know and that is like one big thing like juggling and being mindful you know because they have um, I know this is off I'm branching off but you know it just made me think about that they have their own little routine and their thing you know and as a single person you know you just try to be um, mindful of that right. you know but I do you know I, I don't know I think if back to the platonic friendships I mm-hmm. think that if you're mature enough it is possible I do um, but you know with anything you just have to be careful and and respectful yeah that's my opinion on I think it's I think it's possible as long as you have boundaries but that's like Again, not to go off topic, but that's just with mm-hmm. any relationship, friendship, period. Right. Boundaries are right. like a general thing. I feel like mm-hmm. it's possible mm-hmm. if you have those boundaries because if boundaries are not set, you don't know what line that person is crossing. And I feel like for me, I have my own personal boundaries. Like I have friends mm-hmm. who are in relationships and stuff of the opposite mm-hmm. sex, but I don't text them past a certain time because mm-hmm. I don't want them to cause a rift in their relationship. And I'm just like that. Like I don't feel like I need to be texting somebody else's boyfriend at midnight just a chat right. like that's that to right. me doesn't sit well because that's just who i am as a person mm-hmm. um so i feel like it's definitely possible as long as the boundaries are there and that's not even only for the opposite sex but also for same sex like his male friends yeah. um mm-hmm. i'm not saying well i feel like for male friends it's different like if your boy comes over at 10 30 at night cool whatever but just boundaries in different areas such as like not prying to the relationship or sharing our business those kind of things but I feel like boundaries all around are important. Right. So, but yeah, for our listeners who want to see what you think about that, um, would you mind if your significant other had a close friendship with the opposite sex? Do you feel like there needs to be boundaries? What kind of boundaries would you enforce? Things like that. So use the hashtag intellectual intercourse to join the conversation about it. Actually... I actually followed that hashtag intellectual intercourse and there's like other people who use it so like how would we (laughs) distinguish that like hashtag intellectual intercourse pod hashtag intellectual intercourse podcast hashtag intellectual intercourse girls (laughs) hashtag intellectual pod hashtag stimulate your mind yes I was getting ready to say that Let's, let's do that. I don't mind that. Hashtag stimulate your YR mind. <laughs> hot. Hotter. Oh, you're so hot. Okay, ladies. Are y'all ready for the hot seat? It's my turn this week. Actually, guys. The hot seat questions kind of like coordinate with what we were talking about in the check-in segment. Oh gosh! About okay. body counts. Oh sheesh! <laughs> we're really you got y'all scared yet? Are I'm kind of scared. scared. I'm sure like a whole bunch of thoughts is running through your mind. Like, what is she gonna do? Where is she going with this body count question? It's kind of like a two questions in one. Mm-hmm. First oh, question. Question one A. How many people have you? Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. okay. I, th- I thought you were really about to I ask this. I was like, I don't mind answering. But at the same time, this is this is on the show. People can go back and play this. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Just 
kidding. All right, now, but for real, question 1A. Would you marry a man with a large body count? And what number do you consider as too many? <laughs> Reed, do you mind if I go? Yeah, you can go. Go ahead. Anyway, take it, take it, take it. So I was being a weirdo. Um, I was on YouTube today watching... Um, if you guys go into my timeline, you guys might see it. But I was watching these episodes about parents talking to their um, their kids about certain things. So um, I guess the parents were telling their kids about when they lost their virginity and how that was for them, whatever. But their kids are like adults at this, time, at this mm-hmm. age, so it wasn't anything weird. So the father said that he had a body count of 53. Mm-hmm. So my eyebrows raised. So I feel like at that point, that's a large body count. Now, what how, I old was he? Was the how old was the father? Parents, yeah. He was yeah. like, he was maybe like 50 something, 60 something. How long was he married? Right. I don't know. But he was like, See, oh, this, this was back in the 60s or whatever. Mm. So many technicalities. <laughs> yeah. So. Would I marry? Okay. Um, yes, I would marry a guy with a large body count because number one, who am I to judge? Um, mm-hmm. People do things, mm-hmm. but I would just hope that that stays in the past. And now, if you're with me, you're only with me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say? Like, I wouldn't want to think that him having a large body count means that he just wants women all the time whenever wherever kind of thing you know what i mean like i would want to know Mm -hmm. why it's so many um how you had the time to have so many and how that was for you like how do you i'm not judging when i say this i'm just always curious as to how someone fits that many into (laughs) their life because i don't know 53 people or i don't know more than 50 people like that mm. you know what I mean so I would just be mm. curious as to how that happened mm. um see so yeah, I would and then you said how how high is too high what do you consider too many a large body count um I don't know I feel I'm not saying I feel shallow saying this mm-hmm but this is just what comes to I feel like okay don't ring the alarm this may not be my answer this is just the first number that pops into my head I feel like if you have mm-hmm. more than 20 um because again I'm curious as to how you know that many people or maybe because I see mm-hmm. sex so sacred that mm-hmm. I'm like how do you give that many people access? Again, I'm not judging. To each his own. Mm-hmm. Um, you ain't gotta know people to smash them. This is well, true. yeah, no, I know that. But what I'm saying is like, how does it become that often? I don't know. I'm just, that's just me. Um, but no, it's not 20. I would say maybe more than, um, more than 40, maybe. I, I don't know. I can't say. That, that That's not my final Ooh. answer. That's not my final Ooh. answer. Go ahead, Ree. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some great thoughts. Um, I'm with Lene in terms of would I marry someone with a high body count? We'll put an asterisk beside high. Um, (laughs) I think that, uh, you know, as long as they have a clean bill of health and regularly, 
you know prior to being in a relationship with me prior to us being engaged that they were you know check got themselves checked out for stis right. and things of that nature and that they're okay that wouldn't bother me your past is your past it doesn't define who you are in the present um uh so i would i would be okay you know um as far as what do i consider a high body count can you really measure a high body count i mean yes i think you can i think you can if somebody was to drop a certain number whatever your default response is that's that is right but i guess what i'm trying to say is does that make you uh promiscuous or out there say you slept with one person a year for Mm -hmm. 20 years of your life so that's 20 people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a good point so does Mm -hmm. that measure oh that i'm you know hoeing it up that's a good point so no i don't think that means that i had a train of thought this is, i mean i agree the name i'm the same you know i do see sex as sacred something that is sacred i you know had my faults and my mistakes but <laughs> i do see yes yeah, i do I see mean, it's as sacred i guess that's why i've chosen the path to celibacy but anyway we'll save that for another episode but <laughs> um <laughs> but i don't know i just you know there's not not everybody's out here every five monday tuesday wednesday thursday saturday love you know what i mean like some people are you know could be once a year or <laughs> twice a year. i don't know i'm just gotta measure uh, i think i think for me it's not more so with the number it's mm-hmm. the thought process behind it okay i think i would be curious to pick that person's brain to see why so many how like tell me some stories let's bond over that in discussion (laughs) let's talk about it why so many how how did it happen why did you feel like that was a thing for you and i feel like once i talk it out it doesn't seem so bad Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i feel like it's more the thought process behind why they did it like i'm curious to know because yeah i like to pick people's brains so i think i would just like want to know how it went down like i'm not saying like in terms of like the details of it (laughs) but um why it became so many i think i would just move on from there because i mean it is what it is at the end of the day as if if you're safe and you're clean and all that then i'm i'm good um because like i said who am i to judge and i think that's more so of my Mm -hmm. christian mentality kicking in because it's like we've all done things that we may not be proud of and they may not even be proud of it who knows they may mm-hmm. not he may he may not be that kind of guy who's like puffed up and arrogant and proud about it like oh exactly. I was out here smashing all these women he might be like you know what I did this I'm not too proud of it and he might be mm-hmm. ashamed to say it mm-hmm. so I think it depends on mm-hmm. maybe how that person carries themselves afterward and whatever but I'll be married to that person so if I'm married to them right. I would say I would have accepted it so mm-hmm. I, was, I was watching this talk show I don't remember who it was but this man he had like over a thousand see that's where and I he pick was his brain. not you know old he was a young you know maybe in his 30s and he said he has had sex with over a thousand women is so it, is mm-hmm. that too much of a body count yes. I mean, in practical <laughs> terms yes did does he did he experience like 
sexual trauma or is he a nymphomaniac like or he just i don't remember the details but he traveled traveled the world because he wanted to have sex with women from different countries oh he wanted to experience but, women but see, you know in that way personally you know that's not somebody that i would go for because mm-hmm. again that's what i'm saying like if you have a certain amount okay let's talk about it like what was your thought process because i don't want to have to be looking over my shoulder wondering if because you have so many you may step out on me because you want to fulfill another desire so that's why i I would want to pick that person's brand okay why do you have so many it's something that you can control is it something that like do you crave like other women things like that so that's why i would have to ask that person that kind of those kind of questions because a thousand i'm just and he you said he's 30 Mm -hmm. yeah that he looked like he was like in his 30s yeah that's something that i would have to like pick someone's brain about i think that's too much and then i would be like like you said, Reed, like, is, was there any kind of trauma? Because um, that's a no for me. I don't know how I'm going to do all that. Mm. That's just, I just want to know what, what he was thinking at that time. Right. And why he felt like he needed to fulfill that desire. And why that was even, like, a goal of his to travel the world to do that. Mm-hmm. And what made mm. him feel like that was an accomplishment. Teach his own, mm. but I'm just saying listeners you guys can join in in the question you guys can uh join in with hashtag no blisters just kidding (laughs) y'all can add your input at hashtag stimulate your yr mind that's hashtag stimulate your mind (laughs) yes i love it Mm, yeah stimulate are we ending it right there yeah so uh follow us comment subscribe on itunes follow us on twitter oh yeah apple podcast i'm so sorry follow us on apple podcast follow us on twitter get us to 100 followers yeah i'm i Mm -hmm. you need to send me that link of that of that guy i I need to read this as well or see it that's crazy hopefully they have something on there because i know i didn't imagine this yeah i don't think you i know i didn't (laughs) (laughs) i believe you um that's really bizarre but yeah thanks for listening yes peace thank you and have a wonderful week thank you for listening to intellectual intercourse (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>